Good morning and Happy New Year. Here's my question for you. What if? Yes, what if you did? What if you really did want to grow? What if you really did want to grow spiritually in 2015? Well, it would require training. The training that nets spiritual dividends most certainly would include Bible study and prayer and should include worship of God, service, and giving. While some might stifle a yawn at the thought of Bible reading and prayer, I want to blow that notion right out of the water because these are the elements of wisdom and grace, God's gifts to us. These are the parts of relationship with our Maker, our God. I was not really old enough to appreciate or understand the 60s movement, though I technically lived it. I liked much of the music it produced, especially the Moody Blues, Donovan, and Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. One song turns my thoughts toward the Garden of Eden. It's called, We've Got to Get Ourselves Back to the Garden. Do you remember it? I remember learning about the six days of creation as a child and being fascinated about the order of things from the start. One thing has always troubled me, though. Why do we spend so little time discussing what the Garden of Eden was like? After all, it was the paradise God created for his children to inhabit. Before that fateful bite of the offering of the forbidden tree of knowledge, what was it like for Adam and Eve and the animals? Hmm, imagine with me. What was it like for Adam going for a walk with the Lord in the cool of the early evening or in the morning while the dew was still on the roses? Your eyes take in stargazer lilies, resplendent in their white and rich deep pinks. And then you might spy the yellows, reds, and oranges of climbing Joseph's coat roses. Be careful! Don't step on the delicate freesias spilling into your path, or fail to notice hummingbirds scolding one another as they enjoy the nectar of beautiful trumpet vines. In the distance, you might spy exotic cats luxuriating under palms. Ponder for a moment what else you might experience had you been in paradise. It is into this setting I invite you to get to know your Savior. I picture him sitting on a garden bench waiting for me to come and spend time with him. What do I do when I join him in the garden? I endeavor to put my private world in order. I spend time talking with God and reading his word. My friend, do you take time to order your inner life? I love this quote. I want, first of all, to be at peace with myself. I want, in fact, to borrow from the language of the saints, to live in grace as much of the time as possible. By grace, I mean an inner harmony, essentially spiritual, which can be translated into outward harmony. I am seeking, perhaps, what Socrates asked for in the prayer from the Phaedrus when he said, May the outward and inward man be one. I would like to achieve a state of inner spiritual grace from which I could function and live as I was meant to in the eye of God. Oh, my goodness, I love that I could read that over and over again and make that my mantra 
It's from Ordering Your Private World. Yes, I want to consecrate myself and simply put my day to God. You know, you can't really know God for yourself unless you spend time alone with Him. (laughs) Imagine overhearing the following exchange between a fiancé and his betrothed. She says, I'm so looking forward to our wedding day. I do love you so much. I really wish I could see more of you. There's so much of you I want to know better. He says, Yes, dear, I know. I'm going to send you a book that describes more about my life. I'm sure you'll get a lot out of it. She responds, I'll be glad to read it, but I just want to hold your hand. She continues somewhat mischievously, I just want to kiss you. He, I'm sure you do, beloved. Let me send you a tape describing the role of physical affection at different stages of courtship. You'll find it worthwhile, I'm sure. She responds, somewhat disappointed. That's wonderful, darling. It's just that I so look forward to our wedding day. I want to be with you so badly. I think of us being, you know, together, day and night. He responds, yes, intimacy is important. I'd like to send you to a weekend seminar. That should really be quite helpful. Hmm. That really catches it, doesn't it? It's from the sacred romance. About this time, most of us would say to this guy, Are you kidding me, dude? You don't have a clue how to love this woman, or maybe even be in a relationship with her. Yet, we often picture God like the man in the cafe. Distant, remote. God is not out there somewhere. He is closer than we think. He is as close as we let him be. So, yes, let's purpose, you and I, to grow in 2015 by spending more time alone with God. What do you say? Hit reply. Let me know what you think about that notion, will you? A little bit more on this idea tomorrow. Until then, if you'd like to print this out, you can go to pastorwoman.com. Click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings. And again, the title of this one is, What If the New Year?